San Diego Comic-Con has come and gone. It's time to play a game of win, lose, or draw. I'm Jake Alexander, and this is the Tweakwell Podcast. So what's up, everybody? I'm Jake Alexander, the voice in the void, the lone wolf, your favorite host with a lisp. How the hell are you? Happy Friday, TGIF. I'm so glad to be back in the vault, back behind the mic, back doing what I love to do. And I'm so glad that you tuned into this pokey little podcast. You could be doing anything, but hey, here you are with me. Uh, It's been a pretty decent week. Good weather. It's been not so bad at work. And uh, I'm I'm okay. I've been I've been hitting the gym pretty hard lately. I'm I'm tired today, but it's all good. Uh, last week was San Diego Comic Con. Uh, again, I didn't get to go, but it's okay. I still have friends out in California where I used to live. Did I actually tell you all that that I used to live in California? Yeah, I, I did. I lived on both coasts at different points in my life. But yeah, I used to live in California. Uh, they went, so they sent me pictures and gave me updates as the days went on and. Uh, it was a good time. I, I caught a bunch of stuff online as well. All the news that came out of it was good. So we're going to talk about a couple of things today. Uh, 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 things today. We're going to play a game, win, lose, or draw. It's just going to be those three topics, two segments today, because after we play win, lose, or draw, I want to talk about something that has come up in the last couple of, literally last few hours. And I think it's really stupid, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, well, that's all we're going to do today. We're not going to do any news, no last call, none of that. It's going to be a real short episode. I, the episodes have been getting shorter because I want to entertain you, inform you, and give you content, but I don't want to take up too much of your day. So besides that, let's get right into the first topic. All right, so this is how this is going to work win lose draw i'm going to give you one thing that i thought was a big win from san diego comic-con one thing that i thought was a big loss and i'm going to give you one thing that's kind of in the middle you know it's kind of a draw it's not a big win but not a big loss it's kind of good kind of bad it's going to be you know something like that um so i mean if you've never played the game that's typically how it works but uh we're going to start off with the with the big win the big win is obviously marvel now, this is not me being a Marvel stand because I've said this a hundred thousand times. I'm not a Marvel guy or a DC guy. I am rooting for both. I am the nerd in the middle, just happy that these characters that I grew up with are in films and I want more and I want everything that they could possibly give me. Uh, I feel like Fry from uh, uh, from, the, from the cartoon. Just here, take my money. <laughs> That's all it is. I want more. But absolutely, Marvel it takes the big win. And I'll tell you why Marvel took the big win. Not because uh, Marvel is just that much better than DC. Marvel did two things that I did not think was possible going into San Diego Comic-Con, and you're going to agree with me. The first thing Marvel did was Marvel reinvigorated not only its fan base, but the people standing outside of the of the fan base's center, on the periphery, looking in at the rest of us sweaty nerds, and also got them involved and made them want more Marvel. 
let's be for real ever since black widow debuted people have been saying the same thing over and over marvel can't top uh in game and look at what's going on there's been all this talk about phase four being trash and no everybody was saying well this seems like the end of marvel marvel is just on their downswing and that's just how things are going to be going coming out of san diego comic-con that ain't true everybody now regardless of how you feel about thor regardless of how you felt about black widow regardless about how, regardless of how you felt about miss marvel or anything on disney plus since going into the next phase because say phase four is coming to an end phase five is getting ready to start regardless of how you feel everybody is reinvigorated now to see where marvel goes next nobody thought that was possible coming out i mean coming into san diego comic-con but coming out with everything that Kevin Feige and Marvel and Disney have laid out, everybody is reinvigorated. Everybody wants more. I didn't, nobody thought that was possible. I didn't even think that was possible, but here we stand. Number two, the second thing that Marvel did that nobody thought was possible, not even I thought was possible, they actually stepped harder on the neck of DC. Everybody walked into San Diego Comic Con saying, This is DC's time. Marvel is going to have to just step aside, do whatever they're going to do, but now is the time for DC. And Marvel walked in and said, I guess you forgot who runs this shit. Allow me to tell you who I am again. And now, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Just listen, just listen to the schedule because I have the full schedule going all the way up through uh, May of uh, November of 2025, which is through the end of phase six. Listen to this schedule. So we just had Thor, Love and Thunder. That was on July 8th. Coming up August 10th is I Am Groot. August 17th, She-Hulk, which is going to be hilarious. I promise you it is. Um, if you haven't seen the trailers lately, believe me, look at the trailers. They look a lot better. And one of the trailers, she actually breaks the fourth wall like in the uh, like in the comic books. And I thought that was wonderful. I'm glad they're actually sticking with that. November 11th is the big one. The big one for this phase, phase four, because... I didn't think it was going to end phase four. It was supposed to be another movie, but now this is going to end phase four Wakanda forever. I can't wait for this movie to come out. And when we get to the next, uh, next segment, I'm going to tell you what's going on with that because it is something that is bothering me about it, but we'll get into that next segment. Uh, December, we have a guardians of the galaxy holiday special, um, conspicuously missing between November and December, actually between August and December, there was supposed to be a Halloween special for blade. Um, I think they are going to scrap it now and just let Blade roll into and Blade comes up later in the uh, in, in the uh, in the series. And I'll, I'm going to give you that date in a second. Um, but yeah, they're supposed to have a Halloween special, uh, which was supposed to be um, Blade. Anthony Starr was supposed to be playing Dracula. That was the original report. Um, I don't know. It's not on the schedule that they introduced at San Diego Comic-Con. But between August 17th and November 11th, nothing maybe they sneak it in it is still quite possible that is enough to they have enough time to get something done and sneak it in um that is the other big thing about the marvel schedule going forward they have plenty of room to uh, maneuver and add things that weren't originally on the schedule or, or move things back without it being a huge disruption which is that's a kevin feige thing you you got to give you got to tip your cap to the man um, but moving forward from December to February of next year, 2023, Quantum Mania is actually now starting off phase five. I thought it was going to end. The original report was that it was going to end phase four, but now it's starting phase five. 
um, season two of What If is early next year sometime. They don't have an exact date, but it will be early uh, next year. It's probably, I'm going to bet, it's going to probably come out right around the same time as Quantum Mania. And I say that because Secret Invasion is spring of 2023. And I would believe that What If needs to swing into Secret Invasion. So if Quantum Mania is February of 2023, right? Secret Invasion is spring, which is the middle of March, right around my birthday, oddly enough. Then what if would have to be somewhere in there? So I'm I'm going to guess what if is going to be early March, like March 1st, 2nd, or whatever that first weekend, whatever that first Wednesday is in March. It'll be sometime around there. Uh, like I said, Secret Invasion is spring of 23. May of 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy, the new movie, the new film, volume three. I can't wait for that. They actually showed us a trailer at San Diego Comic-Con. If you get online uh, and look around, you can uh, find the uh, leaked trailer from San Diego Comic-Con, which was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. But now it's been leaked online, and I'm willing to be- I'm willing to believe now that it's been leaked online. Give it a couple of days, and we'll actually see a nice, nice pristine, high-def trailer on TV at some point, even if it's just a piece of, of the one that they showed, and it's a teaser. But that's May 2023. Echo, I guess... Uh, people forgot about Echo. She was in the um, in the Hawkeye series. Um, she gets her own series that summer of 2023. Loki season two is summer of 2023. I'm going to guess those are going to be within two or three weeks of each other, more than likely. The Marvels has been moved to July of 2023. Now, they were originally April of 2023. They've been moved july uh ironheart gets her own series fall of 2023 um remember the original x-men animated series yeah that they're going to now continue that in x-men 97 fall of 2023 blade is november of 2023 agatha harkness is getting her own series they changed the name of it it was agatha uh, house of harkness but now it's called agatha coven of chaos um that's going to be the winner of 2023 um daredevil is right after that spring of 2024 um uh yeah in spring of 2024 daredevil is now being retitled born uh, daredevil born again um there's a report that isa gonzalez will be stepping into the role of um electra instead of using the young lady the uh, asian young lady that was in the series i particularly don't like that idea i really wanted everybody from the series even if it took me to take finn jones i wanted everybody from the netflix series just to be moved into the mcu because i believe they all their acting styles and how they acted and the the fact that they are all together i think that was a better fit just to keep them as is and just move them in but if they're going to change isaac gonzalez into electra and move the other young lady out i am it is what it is i don't make the calls but yeah daredevil spring of 2024 the next one may 2024 captain america new world order just the title alone has me scratching my head like what in the hell are they going to do with captain america if you've never read the comic book when Sam Wilson becomes Captain America, I urge you, please go to your local comic book store because you know me, I love to tell people shop local when they do things like that. Go to your local comic book store. Tell them you want the uh, trade paperback from when Sam Wilson became um, Captain America and look at the nonsense he had to go through. There is a line somewhere in that in that run where someone says, oh, well, uh, you're the new cap, huh? Well, I guess this me. I guess this is the new world order, and I'm pretty sure that's what they're taking this as. They're taking this from the run of not just when Sam Wilson was um, 
becomes Captain America. But the, all the nonsense that he had to deal with, races and overtly and subvertly, that he had to deal with becoming Captain America and nobody wanted a black man to be Captain America. It's going to make for a fantastic story. That's May of 2024. Um, and at the end of Phase 5, July 2024, they, they actually gave us a date, July 26th. I believe it's 2024 because Captain America New World Order is May. So that's a two month difference between the two. But yeah, July 20, uh, July of uh, 2024, the Thunderbolts, they finally get their film. Um, I think New World Order and Thunderbolts are going to be sort of a part one, part two kind of kind of skin, kind of skinning each other. And it's going to be that that's going to be a good thing. Um, after Thunderbolts, we have to go from July all the way to November 2020, uh, November 2024. And this is where phase six starts off. Now, I don't think this is all of phase six. I think this is a big chunk of phase six. But starting off November 2024 for phase six, Fantastic Four. Now, I don't know how Fantastic Four is going to be used within the MCU. It's Fantastic Four has always been one of those uh, titles, one of those teams that they kind of always stood on the edge of everything Marvel and kind of looked in and then they got involved here and there and they were always a big deal when they got involved but they were always fun to read I don't know how they're going to use them now I still want John Krasinski to come back and play Reed Richards I thought he was so damn good in uh, Multiverse of Madness um, he, even though he was you know, got killed it, it doesn't matter it's a different version of him but I want this MCR, the main line of the MCU not a different multiversal uh, space. I want this one to have a real Fantastic Four, and I want John Krasinski to be our Reed Richards. I think he'd be perfect, uh, regardless of whoever's on the team. Uh, maybe I'll I'll come up with a a, a, a a team and the actors who could be around John Krasinski and see how that works. Uh, but yeah, the, the, yeah, the Fantastic Four movie is November 2024. I'm surprised it's actually that early. I know that's I know you're saying well, they, yeah, yeah, man, that's like two years away, but I still think that's early. I, that's a lot faster than I thought it was going to be. I thought it probably been toward the end of Phase Six, but it's it's starting off Phase Six. Um, after that, which is 2024, Marvel Zombies, um, that's going to be a, a Disney Plus thing. Spider Man Freshman Year, I'm pretty sure that's a Disney Plus thing, Ooh, or maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a Disney Plus thing. The big two for Phase Six that they announced: May 2025 and November of 2025. First up, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. They already have their director for that um uh destin daniel cretton i hope i said his name properly he is the man who directed shang chi perfect casting as a director just my opinion it is what it is um that's may of 2025 and then avengers secret wars which i believe both of those both of those will be at least two movies each have to be there's no way in the world you can tell the secret war storyline in one movie it's impossible. I don't care if the movie's four hours long. You still can't tell that whole movie. And if it grows to four hours, it, it needs to be two, two and a half hours to two and a, two hours and 45 minute movies. It has to be. So I believe that that's that right there is four movies, which is why I think that it seems phase six is short. But if you count uh, Fantastic Four is one, uh, Avengers, the King Dynasty is two, and then Avengers Secret Wars is two. That's five films with the, between November 24 and November 2025. So I believe that'll be all of phase six. But man, just think about all that. Uh, 
everybody like i said was really looking at marvel and saying oh yeah you've had a you've had a good run but now it's over it's time for dc uh but now marvel walked in and said nope let me remind you of who run this and they sure they sure as shit did um that was the win section but now we get to the loss section and the loss comes because of dc now i'm not saying that dc dropped the ball but dc dropped the ball and it's not really dc that takes the loss it's the fans of dc and to re and i got two reasons why uh dc takes the loss dc fans take the loss because dc is so adverse to doing anything like marvel that they drop the ball by not having a game plan ready walking into san diego comic-con they had one job one one job with two parts the first part was to walk in and say yes we have henry cavill under contract to keep playing superman everybody would have not given a shit about nothing else he said after that but that was the main thing that they had to do the second thing that they had to do was to announce their entire schedule and say we have all of this coming up you don't have to have dates they did not need to have dates why because i have said this and they have stuck to it that they did not want to have this overarching shared universe between all their films which i am completely okay with they don't need to do it exactly like marvel is doing it dc can do their own thing but dc didn't do that did they no what dc did was walk into san diego comic-con and trot out the new trailer for shazam 2 fury of the gods i'm not against it I am actually looking very forward to that movie. That's later this year, but I'm going to give you a schedule for that in a minute. I'm actually looking forward to that film. But that was it. That was the only thing that they had. They announced The Rock came out. They announced The Rock. The Rock came out, talked about Black Adam. When he was asked, hey, are we going to see Black Adam cross over with Henry Cavill as Superman? The Rock gave the only answer he could. Well, hey, I don't know. It all depends on who's playing Superman. And they booed him. Think about how bad DC dropped the ball for an entire room of people to boo Dwayne Johnson, the man who seemingly has everybody in the palm of his hand. They booed him. What the fuck is DC doing? They dropped the ball. And that's why the fans take the loss because the fans, for the number two, they don't know what the hell to do now. They don't know what to hang their hat on. If Henry Cavill does not come back as Superman, then I personally will say this. Nothing DC does will, will matter to me anymore. Period. End of story. You have the perfect person playing Superman. If you want to change Bat, play change the people who are playing Batman. Right? You don't want Ben Affleck no more? Fine. You move Robert Pattinson in? Fine. It doesn't matter to me one way or another. But Superman is your bread and butter. And you have nothing. Nothing for Superman going forward. Nothing to announce. DC dropped the ball and let their fans down. And if I was a DC fanboy, like a lot of people I know, I would be pissed. Because here's number two, really, about that. They have so many good things coming up. They didn't announce any of them. DC takes the loss and their fans take a bigger, big chunk of that. DC messed up. Just listen to everything that the, that's in the DC multiverse that's coming up. That's coming up. None of this is out yet, except for one thing, right? All this is coming up. So July 28th, uh, uh, yesterday, because today's the 29th. So July 28th, yes, yesterday, season three of Harley Quinn dropped. Who remembers? Who remembered? Why did they not walk into San Diego Comic-Con and blow that up? 
because they just automatically assume that people who like DC or just like comic book movies in general or anything to do with comic books are just going to say, oh, yeah, I already knew. No, it doesn't matter if people, you think people already know. DC should have walked into there and announced it. It should have been part of their announcement package, but they didn't. So August 5th, we have Sandman, a Netflix original series. That shit is going to rock. As a fan of the Sandman series, I still have the individual issues, the entire run wrapped in plastic. It's that damn good. Did they announce it? No. No, they didn't announce it. How many people even, even know about the Sandman coming to Netflix? None. Not unless you're just a Netflix devotee junkie like me. No, they didn't announce that. October, we have Black Adam. That's coming out October 2022. That's, uh, that's this year. Fall of 2022, uh, which is, I believe, HBO Max. We have Pennyworth, season three. Did they announce that? No. Uh, Super Pets. Actually, Super Pets, Super Pets comes out today. I totally forgot about that myself. I totally forgot about Super Pets coming out today. Did they announce that? No. Didn't announce that either. Stargirl, August, is, uh, August 31st, the third season of that. Should have announced that. Did HBO Max again. Titans season four, which is a fantastic damn show. Didn't announce it. They should have. They should have been beating a drum for most of these TV shows, if nothing else. Shazam comes out December twenty twenty. Uh, December twenty first. All the way next year, uh, March, right before my birthday, March twenty twenty three. We get to, to get the next Aquaman movie, which is going to be good. I really believe that movie is going to be a home run, or just a gigantic home run. Blue Beetle is August of next year, 2023. Um, uh, it's early, yes, August 2023. Now, early next year is going to be the third season of Superman and Lois. They should have announced that. They should have announced it. Superman and Lois is a hit. But it's a hit among people who know about it. DC didn't announce it. <laughs> Again, they dropped the ball. Um, sometime in the middle of next year, 2023. I don't know the exact month. They said either June, they say either June or July, or maybe right around the beginning of August. Uh, season two for Sweet Tooth, which is also a Netflix original, didn't announce that. They really should have. Um, fall of 2023, we get season two of Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker is a fantastic fucking series. The fact that it's getting a season two should be something that they should be beating people over the head with and getting people ready for. Um, June next year, um, they have the Flash movie. They they squoze that in. They keep pushing that back, and I got a feeling. Uh, 2023 uh they may push flash back again and hope hopefully some of the controversy dies down before uh they release the movie so it's not a big backlash against it um it was supposed to be i want to say may in at first but now it's june um sometime early 2023 they're doing uh my adventures with superman which is another hbo max original that's a tv show doom patrol will get season four in early next year uh, the Flash season nine, which would be the last one, that's sometime in the middle of 2023. Batgirl finally gets her her chance, um, fall of 2023. If you haven't seen any of the pictures of the new uh, Batgirl um, young lady, she has the one of the um, lesser known versions of the costume for Batgirl, and it looks fantastic. But all of those TV shows in between before 2023 over, they should have announced all those. Didn't. Not one single announcement for any of those. Yeah, they put out the, the the presser, but how many people at at uh, San Diego Comic Con knew to go looking for a presser? If you're not in the press, if you're not doing what I do, you're not going to go look for this. The regular fans need to be told this up front, and DC didn't do it. Now, those are the ones that have definite dates. Think about this: they have, if I'm not mistaken, about 15 films 
being uh it, that have been greenlit that are at the beginning stages that they still did not bring up any type of information for joker second movie batman cape crusader which is going to be on hbo max wonder woman 3 the batman 2 whether they announced it or not already they still should have brought up some more information at san diego comic-con static is finally getting a damn movie he should have had it years ago but finally we get it now um they don't have a title for it yet but uh james gunn is getting a, a new project on a on uh, hbo max uh justice league dark madam x is going to be on hbo max justice league dark constantine is going to be on hbo max arkham hbo max black canary hbo max green lantern finally gets a reboot of some sort on hbo max they just announced zatanna but they announced it after San Diego Comic-Con, which makes no sense, right? They should have been talking about that. Oh, they should have rolled out Dua Lipa after they announced it last week. Remember, we talked about it. I talked about it, didn't I? I told you that they were considering it. If they were considering it, they should have brought it up at San Diego Comic-Con. Didn't. Didn't. Um, the DC Syndicate, I, I, I don't know what that is. I guess it's a crime drama. Uh, whatever that is, but I think that's I think I, I think that's just the name they, they threw out there. Uh, but the Penguin is going to get his own series, the same Penguin from uh, the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Yep, my man's going to be back in a suit and he gets his own series. And then they have uh, untitled Amanda Waller series that they that's going to be on HBO Max. All that stuff without dates, but things that they have already greenlit. DC should have been talking about that at San Diego Comic Con. They didn't. So they took a big L and they passed that L on to the fans because the fans deserved more than what than what DC gave them. They gave them a bunch of nothing. And I'm I, 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 seriously, if I was a, a hardcore DC fan, I would be pissed. I'm not, and I, I still don't understand what the hell their thinking was. But it, it is what it is. I can't, you know, <laughs> I really can't talk about it. It is what it is. But yeah, that's the win. That's the loss. And now the draw. Um, something got announced at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, and that was Berserker. Now, if you don't know about uh, Berserker, Berserker is a comic book helped created by uh, Keanu Reeves, of all people. Um, but that, that comic book is now being turned into an original anime by um, uh, Keanu Reeves and his, and his team. And it's going to be on Netflix. Now, you may be thinking, oh, it's Netflix. I don't know if I want to see any more a, um, uh, any more anime from, you know, from Netflix because they aren't all great. But the thing about it is, it's not about the fact that it's going to be on Netflix. For me, personally, it's because of the studio that's going to be behind it. So while Keanu Reeves and his teams are still doing the writing for the comic book and they will be doing the writing for the live action, which is also on Netflix, the anime itself will be animated by Production IG. Production IG is known for the original Ghost in the Shell series and Eden of the East. They do fantastic, and I mean absolutely fantastic animation. I love their style. It's gritty, but at the same time, it's polished. I know that sounds like that's two completely different things, but after you see it, uh, go watch Ghost in the Shell or go watch Eden of the East, and you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, so not only do we, are we getting a comic book from Keanu Reeves, but we're also getting a live-action adaptation on Netflix, and we are getting an animated spinoff that is going to be done by Production IG, I should say. And all three of those things are going to come at you as fast as light, as fast as they can possibly get them out to you. 
Now, I'll tell you why this is a draw. That sounds like all win, but I'll tell you why this is a draw. It's not completely good, not completely bad. While all three of those things really do sound great, and they are going to be great. I believe Keanu Reeves has an eye for talent and surrounding himself with talent and getting things done and getting the best out of people. Pretty much everything Keanu Reeves has been in, I either loved it or I liked it. I really have never hated anything Keanu Reeves has ever done. Um, I, I thought some things were maybe just a little ill-advised, you know, like the last Matrix movie, but that's a whole separate topic. Um, but I still liked it. Um, so why this is still a little bit of left and a little bit of right, a little bit up, a little bit of down is because of the fact that it's all Netflix um, things. The problem with it is, is that Netflix has had a, let's say, slightly bad track record of getting in the way of uh, their own, you know, their own thing, right? They'll have something really good, but then Netflix will want to put their Netflixy thumbprint on it and it will throw off production and it will throw off you know presentation and i don't want them to do that because they really don't need to do anything new here with everything that uh, keanu reeves and his team has created what they need to do is step back write the check let the teams who are doing each piece the animation and the writing let them do their thing and just step back and then ready the site to crash when people come running because Keanu Reeves is one of those guys that no matter what he no matter what he does people come running that's why I say it's 50-50 if Netflix can stay out of its own damn way this will be a complete win I just don't have 100% faith that they will do that but time will tell and we will come back to this topic after everything gets released and talk about it because I am looking forward to Berserker uh, the live action adaptation I am totally looking uh, forward to that uh, animated spinoff I wonder what the animated spinoff is really going to entail but we will get to that in due time uh, I'm going to take a break and when I come back I want to talk about something real quick maybe three minutes maybe five minutes uh, and then we're going to get out of here So all you English majors out there, help me out with this one. Define the word asinine. You don't really have to. That's rhetorical because I actually know what asinine means. It means to be extremely stupid or foolish. Now, I know that seems kind of harsh, but, you know, some synonyms might be preposterous, nonsensical, you know, ridiculous, ludicrous, be absurd. Why do I bring that word up? I bring that word up because ever since San Diego Comic-Con, there has been lots of talk about the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Now, I talked about it on YouTube. That Wakanda Forever trailer had me slightly tearing up. It was good to see Chadwick Boseman's face in the trailer, but I would have liked more if they had recast T'Challa. And we know that they're not going to, not for this film maybe some way sometime down the line we don't know yet now the problem with that is is that some people just can't wait everybody wants instant gratification a bit too much nowadays well i won't even say a bit too much i'll just say way too damn much so over the past few days now today's as i'm recording this today is uh friday it's early friday morning i wasn't even going to add this part to the uh episode but i decided to over the last few days, there have been calls for everyone to do the most ridiculous, foolish, nonsensical, 
preposterous, childish, infantile, however which way you want to pronounce it, the most pointless thing possible for the Black Panther movie when it debuts in November, and that's to boycott it. So let me talk directly to everyone who thinks that this boycott is a good idea. And I mean this with every ounce of energy in my body. Don't be fucking stupid. Chadwick Boseman put his everything into every role he played, which is why we remember all of the roles so damn fondly. From Jackie Robinson to Thurgood Marshall to him also playing T'Challa, the Black Panther. We all miss him. We all wish he had not died of cancer. We all wish that he was still here to continue on the legacy building as Black Panther. And I get it. I totally agree when I say they should recast him. I was one of those people who, from the beginning, said, no, no, you can't recast him. Chadwick Boseman was too good. And then I backtracked and gave you my reasons why I backtracked. And I said, nope, no, I get it. And I understood totally why. We absolutely should recast them. If they can recast Batman, if they can recast Superman, if they can recast Spider-Man, if they can recast all these iconic heroes, Black Panther deserved to be recast. And I believe Chadwick Boseman would have said the same thing if he could right now from beyond the grave. But this idea that now that the movie is done in the can on the way, and if you've seen the trailer, you can tell a, a vast chunk of this movie is a dedication to the man who led the charge in making this movie what it was when it first came out so if you believe that boycotting this film will change that you are out of your mind by telling people to boycott the second black panther movie simply because chadwick boseman is not in it or simply because they have not recast a child you're literally pissing on the very thing that we want don't do that don't be asinine if you boycott this film i promise you you're only going to get one thing you're not going to get another black panther movie and you're definitely not going to get a t'challa recast all that will do is send a signal to kevin feige and marvel who is only in the business of making money regardless of how you feel about it and i've told you this before these comic book movies are not about you they're not about the sweaty nerd they're about making money. This is a business. So if you boycott Black Panther 2, all they're going to say is, well, hell, nobody wants to see it. So we aren't going to do it another one. That's all that's going to happen. There will not be a third one. And it deserves to have a third one. And this is the point where I give you the reasons why you shouldn't boycott it outside of that one I just gave you. Because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to shake out in the film. Now, I can almost guarantee, and there will be a YouTube story in, in a few hours about why I believe this, but I believe Shuri will wind up as the Black Panther at some point in this film for two reasons. One, it's what happens in the comic. And what happens in the comic is Dr. Doom sends Namor and the Atlanteans to attack Wakanda after T'Challa refuses to join the Cabal, which is the name of a group that Dr. Doom was trying to start. And he says, no, Namor and T'Challa fight. Namor gets the massive upper hand. T'Challa is so injured he can't carry on his Black Panther. Shuri steps into the role as Black Panther and leads them against the Atlanteans until T'Challa comes back. That's what happens in the comic. 
So if you want comic accurate, T'Challa couldn't be in this movie. Not much anyway. So if we're going to start it off exactly how, if we're going to start this film off or using Black Panther going forward exactly the way uh, it was in the comic, then the Doom War is exactly what they're doing. T'Challa's out. Shuri is in as Black Panther temporarily. Now, the other thing is we don't know what time period this film takes place. Interesting theory. And this is out of, out of my head. Now, if other people have said this, maybe I'm onto something. What if Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, takes place during the snap? Remember, there's this huge five-year period when every after Thanos is snapped, all these people are missing. Two of those people was T'Challa and Shuri. Think about it like this. If this is the moment when the snap happens, when this film takes place, the snap happens, and Shuri and T'Challa are gone, then that makes the line in the trailer when Queen Ramonda says, I am the queen of the most powerful nation on the planet, and my entire family is gone. Have I not given everything? Now that line makes all the sense. What if, and this is a what if, by the time this film is over, the snap is undone, but instead of bringing back the T'Challa we remember as Chadwick Boseman, they bring back a T'Challa, right? He looks different to us, but in the film, it's the exact same T'Challa that they've always known. And then we go from there as a as recast. And that will still hold true to exactly what everybody has said from the beginning. We're not casting, we're not casting T'Challa for the film. It's not technically a recast. It's an undoing of the snap. What happened? We don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. We're going to have to wait. And like I said, this is a business. They want to make money. I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige and Disney, Disney we're talking about here knows that recasting T'Challa makes all the business sense in the world. So I'm pretty sure at some point they will recast T'Challa, just not at this moment. So I am urging you, I am pleading with you as much as I can, do not boycott the second Black Panther film. Don't be asinine. And I'm also asking you, when you do go watch it, wear white. That is something that has been passed around on the internet as well. Now, if you don't understand that, in African cultures, in most non-Western cultures, white is not worn to weddings. White is worn to funerals. So if this is a funeral for Chadwick Boseman, which we actually do see what looks like a funeral scene inside of the film, wear white, wear purple and gold, wear something regal, but wear white. That's it for the day. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. I am going to get out of here. I am going to enjoy my weekend and I hope you do the exact same. Um, just have fun and <laughs> stay out of trouble. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family and friends. Uh, you, you know how I do. I don't care if it's one, five, ten, a hundred, or a thousand of you. Hey, man, I'm just so glad that you tuned in to listen to this pokey little podcast. Like I said at the beginning, you could be doing anything and be anywhere, but you decided to be here. I thank you very much. And we will end this episode the same way we end all episodes. God bless. I love you. And peace. <laughs>